Hello, and welcome to Breakfast for Dinner with Sarah the Human. I'm Sarah the Human, and this is the Beauty for Brown Skin episode. In this episode, I speak with one of my dear friends, Kwani, aka Beauty for Brown Skin on Instagram or TikTok. You'll be able to tell immediately that she is super authentic, real. She's someone who definitely leads with her heart. Kwani and I talk about pushing the agenda of inclusivity, specifically in the beauty industry, and the importance of representation anywhere from the talent to the founders. So that could mean not only which models a company is using to market their products, but also who is selecting them and who is directing them. We also chat about one of my favorite topics, dreaming and doing. It's weird to think about how I used to think I wasn't a creative person, and now creating is basically my entire world. So I was able to relate with Kwani on that because she is a creator, writer, the whole shebang. Now, please enjoy Kwani. Kwani, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Me too, SB. It's so good to see you. You're the first person I've had on who's called me SB because usually people call me Sarah. <laughs> I've always known you as SB, right? So remember that when I was DMing you and I said Sarah and I was like, who, who is like, Sarah? Sarah. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Like the you to the people, people all know me as SB. And if any of them call me Sarah, I'm like, ew. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah. But then if someone else hears someone call me SB, they're like, who is SB? Exactly. Like who the heck is that? You know? So I like, S- I like SB though. It's like a term of endearment. It I is. You know I, I mean? know. I prefer y'all to call me that because that was such a special time in my life and it just it is a term of endearment and it's kind of cool it's like oh I got a nickname (laughs) for sure so thank you again so much for being here um totally I'm thankful to have met you because right when I was leaving you were coming in right and which was really sad because we like connected we connected remember remember like before I interviewed and I was like asking you all the questions like that whole process of like that's so crazy like it's I not crazy about but right that. like think about the rapport and like I said you were leaving but I was coming in and I was just really man I feel like we kind of just got rid of the bullshit and we were just like real with each other that's why I'm just like so thankful for the journey just I I forgot about that right like I wasn't even thinking about that and like now I'm now, as I think about it, it was like, yeah, like you were that person, you were HR. So you were, it was really you, um, that like, it's like why I'm here, you know what I mean? So man, I'm just, I'm, I'm really thankful. That's the best part of the job, bringing super cool people in, giving that opportunity to people. That opportunity, like, yep. That's the best part of the job for sure. So wow. my dream is podcast author situation, but HR is a good day job. <laughs> yes, yes. But no, that's that. it's good for me to hear your dream. Like, I think growing up, um, you know, people would always tell you to not share your dream. You know, someone would take it or, you know what I mean? And it's, for I think for me, it's almost been like freeing to hear people share their dreams, right? Like, and I think looking at you and, you know, seeing you've, you've released your book and you're doing a podcast, like, right? Like the quote unquote, most successful people in the world, like they just did it. They just started it, right? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know that much about Jeff Bezos, but like I heard he, I mean, right? Yeah, started Amazon in his garage or something, right? Yeah. Whatever it was, like he just did it, you know? And him, you know, I mean, he's had, uh, you know, he's had financial help and such, but like, there's people who say it and talk about it, and then there's people who actually do it. And it's scary to, to become a person that 
is a doer. Um, but I think that, you know, when you get that calling, like you have to answer it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Like you're doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. It doesn't come without a lot of fear. It's scary to put that out there. It's so scary. Because then it's like, oh, people now know. And if it doesn't happen, then they're going to be like, oh, she never got that or whatever. There is definitely a leap of faith with it. This is more relatable, right? So like even for me, like I'm a big, I'm a huge music head, right? And, you know, for example, like I love Drake, the rapper, right? But the thing with Drake is, and he's like, he has said it, like his music, like, like it doesn't connect to the people as much because he's mm. like, right. He always talks about how rich he's gotten, yeah. and how, right? No, he, and he says, all the money. He like, says it. He says it like I, like I don't, you know. I mean, he he calls us basic now, right? Like he's like, I don't sleep at the the, the Sheridan Hotel, and you know what I mean. And <laughs> yeah. like, but seriously, he yeah. and he says that. But I think sometimes, you know, for me, like I'm all about like relating to people. Um, on on the level at which we're at so you know this is for you know the dreamers and the doers and the people who want to get started or want to to see their dreams unfold they just don't know where to start and to me that's way more practical and relatable than someone who you know has a podcast with a million followers like you just you don't connect to it as much so that's such a good point. Yeah, because we're just figuring it out. Like, we're just exploring. We are just figuring out who we are, like, finding out our potential, finding out our dreams, and catching people kind of in the middle of that. It has so much depth for me to be able to do that. At the end of the day, when we take away all the external stuff, we're all humans. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, and I'm, I'm huge, I'm, you know, I spend a lot of time on TikTok, but... Um, you know, I'm starting, you know, there's so, there's so much information around, you know, just how everything is a social construct, right. And the concept of time and success (laughs) and aging and all these different things. And it's just like, um, we go along with what has been laid out before us. Like that's all that like this life is right. Like why are humans, on a floating rock paying taxes right <laughs> yeah. right it's just it's because yeah. like no it's someone just said it and then we just, people just followed it and there's all these different laws and theories that state that like people we just we literally just do what has been done like we don't we don't challenge the status quo and i mean that's a whole other conversation for another day but it just really helps me to think that like the words like success and wealth and to be rich all of these things are rooted in of course capitalism but it's it's also rooted in a social construct that it's not inherent to to who we are as people so i mean again whole other conversation for another day but just something to 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 chew on totally obviously there's so many people who get all these milestones but then are experiencing unhappiness think we all just want to be seen and loved and have internal peace and um okay I would love to like dive in to you you are Kwani aka beauty for brown skin on Instagram please check her out everyone yes um when did you start beauty for brown skin so beauty for brown skin started April 2019 um wow that's more recent than I thought April 2019 so I had came back from my original page, right? So you remember that. So um, I came back from an influencer trip from a brand um, 
And I realized that this idea of inclusion that I had brought to this singular brand, I was like, you know, this could be something that's like bigger. And so when I got back from that influencer trip in New York, my friend V, um, who's also known as What's on V's Face, um, her and I together came up with the name Beauty for Brown Skin. So April 2019, it doesn't, but it feels like it's been a long time, but I guess it is recent, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's, three when you years. Think about it, three years. It's it still does, rather new. Yeah, you're very established and grounded in it. So it just seems like it's been around for much longer. You developed a community and people who like want to hear what you have to say are supporting you, are in need of the content that you're providing. So tell us a little bit about that content. What inspires the types of posts that you post and how do you go about sending out the message that you want to say? Yeah, well, you know, for me, it's hard because I still, you know, I don't have a large following um, but I think for me, like I just one, I just try to be authentic to myself. So one, I love poetry. Um, so something that I was doing was, you know, on Sundays, um, I would literally every Sunday when I would wake up in the morning, um, I would just write a poem and I take a picture of beauty products, but you know, the caption would be this this poem and you know I always called it Sunday feels and so people would come to know like on Sundays you know you're gonna get something uh more emotive from from me but from the content side it certainly has involved evolved when I first started I actually was still ashamed of the dark spots and how my skin looks so I actually my page was was actually focused on just featuring other people of color so mm. It wasn't pictures of me. I just would reach out to people and say, hey, like, you want to use my platform to share your story? So that was actually how my content started. And, you know, then it, you know, it evolved and I started to get bold and I started to ask questions that challenge the the beauty space. Like where, you know, where are the black content creators at events? And, you know, where's the inclusion on your social feed? And I think that people have kind of come to know me as someone who the brands that I post, it's usually a brand that it means that I've vetted, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're inclusive in some way, or if they've got work to do, I'm, they know that I'm going to hold them accountable. Um, but then I also try to just be transparent in my journey. So, you know, right now dark spots is the biggest thing. So I, I have like a sunscreen series and I'm always reviewing sunscreens and, you know, I think it's important because I think, you know, especially as a black woman, we grew up, you know, people said we didn't need sunscreen and that the melanin would protect our skin from the sun. And so, you know, I think my, my content is a mix of poetry and advocacy and reviews, um, but it all really kind of just stems from when I found a certain brand that works for my skin. When I looked at their social media, I didn't see anyone who looked like me. So, Um, me in itself, just creating content, um, helps to continue the conversation and it helps to, um, create more doors for creators of color, um, to start their journey. How, however that looks like your Instagram and what you post, it's exactly what you said, like a mix of poetry of ad, ad, I can't say that word. Advocacy. (laughs) Advocacy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes. And so it reminds me of kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like it's just human. It's you. It's complex. It's not one thing. Like you're not not in one lane. Yeah. You're not like, this is all I do. You know, I just post pictures of 
eyes or something. Exactly. I don't know. You are bringing your full energy to the table and you're like, this is all of me and people are connecting with every single part. I think that's maybe a misconception that I don't really like that in starting creation or something, people are like, find your niche, find your niche. And sure, there's definitely, you know, some truth to that and wisdom in that. But overall, like we can use our imagination and maybe there is, we can expand on that and bring our wholeness to whatever we're creating. And I feel like that's what you do. And it just resonates with people so much. So yeah, I I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I mean it. It's so through. I think like we can tell when something's genuine. That's what they connect with the most. Yeah, like people just want to be their true selves. Yes. Have no, nothing to hide and like be accepted for that. So um, yeah, you're definitely like a huge inspiration for me in that. Thank you. I I really appreciate it. Um, I think for me, I'm certainly in a stage of, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, creators around me have fast growth and they're, you know, they're just really growing. And I'm, you know, again, I'm still a, a relatively small page, but um, I think for me, it's comforting to know that, you know, brands um, still look at me as someone as creating authentic, engaging content. And so it, it does help my imposter syndrome and me not feeling like I'm not big, big enough, um, and that I'm not doing enough. But, you know, I think for me, you know, I don't, and that's the thing I kind of have had to come to terms with, like, I don't consider myself an influencer, you know what I mean? So I don't need to necessarily be big or always think about converting sales. And I just think, um, you know, I think at the heart of it is like, I'm a, creator whether it's I'm creating thought you know or a review like I'm I'm a creator and um I just try to be authentic but I also you know I think it does have to evolve right and I I mean if you you know it's all it's important to like give yourself audits but like you know two years ago or in 2019 right like you could just you it was all about the perfect layout the flat the flat lay right you could post a flat lay of like an eyebrow pencil and a lipstick and get a thousand likes. Like the, like the likes and engagement from like three years ago, it's wild. Like what was uh quote unquote performing well. And, and, you know, it's really cool to just see short, short form video um, and, you know, the day in the lives and just people really just like being themselves and, and seeing the success of that. So um, you know, I definitely think stay true to who you are, but you, you know, you do have to evolve and, and you should, you know, you, you should, you should never be stagnant or the same in any, any aspect of life. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like your professional life, personal life, all of it. So, um, you know, definitely want to stay nimble. Absolutely. I, when I think of, um, just the importance of, inclusivity in the beauty world i was actually just watching a show the other day with um oh what's her name winnie harlow yes yes. yeah she's amazing yes oh my gosh yeah and uh she was being interviewed and she was saying that people were telling her what she has vitiligo is that what it's called yeah they were telling her like oh you probably should not pursue modeling because you're not going to be able to do it with how you look right and you should just be a makeup artist right and she was like 
no, I'm going to create my own lane. Like I'm going to change the whole industry just by showing up and pursuing this. And she freaking did. Yeah, like I think I, from what I remember, like I think Tyra Banks discovered her on America's really? Next Top Model. Okay. From what I can remember and say what you want about um, America's Next Top Model, but I, you know, I feel like with her episode, it was like, you know, people were just submitting self-taped videos and, you know, again, you know, Winnie, she did stand out, um, you know, and she was different. So, I mean, I think, I, I think that's really cool to see her story and to see, you know, now that she owns K-Skin and, um, you know, it's really, it's really, that's part of that, you know, doer and, and dreamer and just, you know, just putting yourself out there and like, she didn't start off as being a top supermodel and, you know, now she is. And so, um, it's just really cool to, to see that journey and, you know, again, see how people say they want to change. They want to, they want to spark and just, you know, I feel like disruption is a huge word in the beauty. Everyone's like, yeah, be a, be a disruptor yeah. in the beauty world. But like, you know, there's people who are, who are actually, you know, disrupting, um, for sure. Yeah. You know, beauty standards. I, I feel like the cliche words, they're so perfect <laughs> for what disruption. it is, but then they lose their power because we just say them over and over, over again. And over yeah. Again. Like I'm so tired of being like D and I, and you know, all these things. I don't want to talk about racism on autopilot, like a robot. I want to like actually take a step back and be like, what are we trying to do here? We're acknowledging that like the playing field is not equal. Right. So, so we it's are, equal. Yeah. I mean, equality. equality. Yeah. I think we want e- equity and equality. Yes. And I think, you know, I think for me, and it was something that I advocated for in my current job title. Like I actually don't necessarily always like the word diversity, um, but I really do love the word inclusion. And I really do love the word belonging. Um, it, it, you know, diversity, you know, it's, yeah, like, I think it's, it's one of those words that it's kind of lost its power in in a way. And so as humans, we all want to feel seen, heard, and recognized. And I think being included, it fits into that. We want, we have to be included in things to, uh, to have understanding. And so we have uh, historically black and brown people have been excluded, excluded from knowledge mm-hmm. of wealth and education and, um, home ownership, right? We've, it's, it's, it's been a, uh, excluded, um, thing. And so, you know, I think speaking for myself, like, you know, I need to be included and it's been the people who have allies, you know, who include me in, the 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 secret conversations and the know-hows and this is what you need to do to your taxes and your money and all of that like that that is that's what helps drive equity right like I don't know about home I don't know that I you know what is I need to save or what I need to right like but it's it's important for allies to share that information so that we can again have a level playing field because for so long it's been an excluded thing so yeah when it comes to even just the beauty world black people have been excluded from when these 
companies are like coming up with the products. Like mm-hmm. they're not being taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. Something that reminds me of is Band-Aids mm-hmm. where for so long right. they were trying to make Band-Aids like blend with your skin. So right. they only made nude color like right. white yeah. and for it's, white people Band-Aids. It's wild <laughs> that it's 2022 and we, we're just now seeing brown color Band-Aids, right? Like yes. right? black and brown people have been around for, you know what I mean? So, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, yeah, like, and that's the thing, like, we we black and brown people especially in the beauty space like we're often seen as like the afterthought right and we see it in in the in the makeup shades right so um every time a makeup brand would release a foundation uh uh, some sort of foundation product um, when people would ask where the deeper colors were brands would always say oh there's not a need or a demand or a stock for that right and and that's, it's just not true. You know what I mean? It's just like, you just, you don't want to invest in, in those deeper colors. But again, we are often, to be quite honest, we're, we're afterthoughts. And, and so you don't think about the nuances um, of, of black and brown skin. That's why, again, going back to the doers, now you we, we're seeing the rise of melanin-rich makeup and melanin-rich skincare because these are, these brands are created out of necessity, because we can't get it in the more formalized, long-standing brands, right? We don't get that. So we got to just start our own. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And yeah, there's so many entrepreneurs that are taking up this space and saying, okay, if the big companies aren't going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for ourselves. And then, of course, the big companies follow. And they're like, oh, you know, after they see that oh, so- it is success, like mm-hmm. pe- there is a need. People are, you know, drawn to that and need it. Yeah, I mean, the foundation colors, like, even if they did have black colors, it was, like, two. Mm-hmm. And then there's 14, 14 shades. shades <laughs> 14 shades yeah. of beige. It's like, okay, everyone, like, this is not inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It is cool to see, like, how the world is changing. And, yes. like, even though, obviously, it's, like, so past due, like, overdue, you know, um... I'm glad that we are moving forward and like making progress and we influence the demand of what these companies are doing. So like we're saying more so we want sustainable products. Mm -hmm. We want inclusivity in all products really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now because of that demand, these companies are having to offer what we want. They are having to change their ways. It's cool how like you especially are part of that movement of like actually having this ripple effect you saying on your instagram and like people saying like yes oh my gosh like we need more shades we need sunscreen that is influencing these big brands it's having this ripple effect where they're like oh okay like we do need this right and i you know it's hard to feel like you know you're actually making a difference but i think um i think i feel content in just knowing that i'm at least helping to uh, continue the conversation, right? Because um, there's going to be, there's going to be people, there There were people before me and there's going to be people long after me. So um, I just want to make sure that, you know, my time here that, that I'm continuing the conversation and, and really, you know, making sure that I pass, pass the baton, so to speak, to, to keep it going, to keep inclusion top of mind and to keep it going.
I'm excited. We'll have to do like a part two when we're like 80 years old and be like, okay, how much has it changed even more? I mean, even in five years. That's so true. Even in five years, even in 10 years, because when I started in 2018, the first Instagram page I, I had, I mean, to this one particular brand, I mean, there literally was no people of color on their social media pages events and it's one of the biggest beauty brands in, in the world and wow um i am looking at these hair products or skin products or makeup products and i don't see myself then it makes me feel like it's not for me i just think that that shows that it really wasn't that long ago like inclusion was not top of mind for brands right we saw that the resurgence of black lives matter and the death um, the, the many deaths um, of, of black people that, at the hands of police brutality. I mean, we, we really saw that beauty brands weren't talking about this. And I think that's, that's why I, I was able to make a shift from working in healthcare to beauty because it wasn't talked about. So, and that's literally just three, four years ago. So um, again, it's going to be cool to look back five years from now. Really, like, I, I feel like five years, it's going to, I'm going to look back and say, wow, you know, what we, we made some really good progress, but then we also have a lot of progress to, to keep to keep making. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, um, in order to be it, you need to see it. And beyond inclusion in <clears throat> beauty products, we need to see it in the founders and we need to see it in the capital raised, right? Like if if I'm only seeing white men raise capital, then I don't know that it's possible for me, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. we just, even the founder of Topicals and we're seeing, you know, it's, the percentage is really low, like less than 0.4% of black women receive capital and only, I mean, a handful have received capital over $1 million. So it's like a rarity. It's like a, it's, you know, it's like a a full moon and, and it, and it shouldn't be like that. So, you know, um, not, yeah, we see a few, but we need more so that we can, that I can feel like I can, I can start my own brand someday. And, you know, I just, I think in order for anyone to, to be it, you, you, you do have to see it. And, you know, it's, it's why, you know, instances like having the first black president, it's like, now that, now that we see it, we know that we can be it. And, um, and, and, but it wasn't like that before, right? We, we didn't see it. So no, no one, no one had those aspirations and now those aspirations can, can become a reality. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's vital. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like if it was like 43 black men presidents and only one white person, like white people wouldn't be able to handle that. Well, okay. So hello. Then there's a problem. It's a problem. And I think that's what we're seeing too with like, the, the police brutality it's like you know um white people will get in an in, a, in an up, uproar when it when it's when it's you know I, I saw something on instagram that said like if the roles were reversed right and i think that's the thing like they don't it's easier for white people to not understand because they've always been in positions of power and so um, if you put yourself in the reverse role, you you see how just how bad and unjust that it it truly is. It's cool to see the progression, right? We've 
you know, we're going to have, you know, soon we're going to have the first, you know, openly queer president and we're going to have the first trans president. It's coming. Like, that's the thing. Like, now that the, the ceiling has been lifted, has been opened and anything is possible now. Like it truly yes. is. Like anything, anything's possible now, and we didn't think that just the sh- what eight years ago. So it, it's it's really cool to see. It's so cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's just necessary. It's necessary. so necessary. I love seeing like you know when Joe Biden was elected, like Kamala was the first VP. Mm-hmm. And the world, the world is changing. That's the thing. The representation is, it's important because I mean. I read it all the time. Like, I don't know, in 20 years, the minority will become, will be the majority, right? Yes. So, you know, it, 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 the world is, is changing and it's going to force, it's going to force um, a lot of change. Yeah. So people are going to have to be ready for you got it, it, whether yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, I know. Yeah, I think like, it's just so important to have a posture of openness instead of digging our heels in when there is this opportunity for change. Just letting go and like trusting that a space that is recognizing uniqueness and differences is going to improve every single space. A space that has a huge variety of race, gender, expression, sexual orientation, is going to enhance that space. I mean, I'm so grateful for our friendship, right? That we were able to stay in touch, right? You left. So, I mean, I'm so grateful that we kept in touch all this time. Me right? too. Because yeah. we, right? Like, you really didn't yeah. know me from a, I know. a can of paint. You, you know, you, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't know me. So, not, now that I think about that, that's... Right, because I was messaging you long after you left, and I was writing just trying to get insights and on the job, and, and then it then it progressed outside of work, and you know you you know your your book and you know your um your 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 book launch party and just every you know all the little tidbits of advice and wisdom and encouragement. I mean that's that's so you know, but I, I think that's like the beauty of people, right? Like. That's actually, uh, I love that. It's like, it's really interesting to think about that, all the different stories of how we all connected. For sure. It's, yeah, you never know like when someone's going to come back around. It's so important to just keep all the doors open. You know, you made such an impact on me, even though we only knew each other for like three weeks. And then just like keeping that open of, hey, even though we're not going to work in the same place, we can still like have this open communication. We can still be friends and, and hang out. So you never yeah. know when someone's going to like circle back you, around. You never, you never um, know. So know. thank you so much for coming on and like just having such an honest, real, raw, authentic combo, which I don't expect anything else from you. I love it. This was great. <laughs> it was so great. We'll have to do it again in five years. Yeah, and do it again in five years. Really like yeah. two. Okay, two, two. Really yeah. do it like two. And you're going to have your beauty brands. <laughs> I'm going to have a brand. Yes. Two years. Yeah. Why don't we come back on? We'll come back when we, we launch your brand and we'll promote it. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. All right. Bye.